and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.catherineplano.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Today we have another very inspirational woman for you, Alexandria Agresta. Alexandria's purpose is to create thriving communities where people feel a sense of belonging and are empowered to create real human connection so that they can create transformational change together. Alexandra's why led her to become an advocate for incorporating the human element back into modern business practices. Her leadership and teaching on these principles has earned her recognition by top leaders within Central Florida. She is the co-founder of Purpose Pioneers, a purpose-fit company that empowers forward-thinking organisations to design their purpose into their business so that they can scale their culture, impact and profit. Alexandra's background is in communication, executive coaching, and community engagement. She specializes in leadership development, methodology and framework design, and purpose alignment. Alexandra is starting a movement that is led by purpose-driven people pioneering in the era of self-actualization. To thrive in this time, you need to embrace the purpose-first mindset with a courageous and curious spirit, aligning all of your actions with your deep-rooted why. It is then that we start to fulfill our highest potential and experience meaning in every aspect of life. This purpose pioneer is creating a world where everyone is deeply and truly fulfilled. The purpose of life is to live a life of purpose. Let's tune in to this inspirational human being. Enjoy. So today we have a very special guest for you, Alexandria Agresta. Uh, Her company is called The Purpose Pioneers, and I was just saying I love her title. Her title is Chief Purpose Pioneer. How cool is that? So welcome to the show. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and have some really awesome and meaningful conversation with you. I can't wait to get into it. So Alexandra, for our listeners, we always love to ask our women of inspiration to tell us a little bit bit about your story, your journey, how you got to where you are today. So what's your unique story? Yeah, that's that's a great question. So I thought about this and I'd say I... I am a woman on a mission who found her purpose really early on in life, and now I'm on this mission to help others do the same. That's what really fuels me and and fills me up to the core. So I'd say my journey, I believe the journey starts, you know, when I was born and um, I was fortunate enough to, to be in a family of entrepreneurs. So I always saw people, you know, my, my family running their own companies, creating, doing things that they love. So I think that was really instilled in me at such a young age. And 
as I went out on my own and went to college, did, you know, did the whole college thing, I was independent, is when I was really able to find myself and, and figure out why do I exist and, and what, what is this lifetime going to look like for me? And I decided to step outside of the, the little bubble of college and really get outside of my comfort zone and dive deep into just business and life and the world. And like I said, I was so fortunate to figure out what my purpose is and live in it every single day. And I know what it's done for me and the life it has created for me. And now I am on a movement to help other people, especially leaders, do the same so they can feel what it feels like to be fulfilled and find meaning in every aspect of their life. Mm, I love that. You know, quite often we talk about purpose because I think that I think there's still a lot of people out there on a mission finding their purpose. So what was the, you know, that one thing that made you click or connect with this is what I'm meant to be doing in this world? What was it for you? Yeah, that's, oh man, such a great question. So I always say purpose will ignite a physical reaction in your body. When someone is living in their purpose and doing things that are meaningful, they will have be on, you know, incredible highs of life and you'd be excited, be have jolts of energy. So I was really, I'm really big on being in tune with my body. So as I started doing things throughout life, going to different communities, going to different events, I would see when I would get excited and what just gave me such meaning. And and when I would call my dad and just talk for hours and hours and hours, so excited. So I started to notice patterns of what gave me that physical reaction. And it all boiled down to communities. I am so passionate about cultivating communities where people feel like they belong and they feel like they're worthy. I think that that core belief is I experienced what it felt like to be really alone. And then I experienced what it felt like to be in a community where I felt like I was, I was someone and I, I felt like I belonged and I thought long and hard about it. And I said, wow, what if everyone felt like this? What could that, what would that world look like if everyone felt like they were worthy and that they belonged because they do. So that is at the core of my purpose. And that's, that's how I found it. <laughs> so what were some of those little triggers? What were those little radical shifts that created those little like light, you know, you were talking about how light you up. Yeah. Uh, so I'd say it started, I've always loved being a part of communities and do, and being in leadership positions. So I, was doing that since uh, middle school. I was part of SGA. Then in high school, I was part of um, putting on the freshman school dance. I was part of mock trial. I wanted to be a lawyer for like three days. <laughs> that fizzled away. <laughs> um, but it was just, it was just kind of, it was a trend in my life. I loved being part of communities and, and furthering a cause or a mission. So it, it started so young. And then once I, once I got to college is when I found what communities I really wanted to be a part of. And those are the business communities. I loved creating and I love putting value out into the world and, and seeing how it can transform others. Mm, I love it. So for our listeners, talk us through exactly what you do. I'm sure they're sitting there going, what exactly? How did she create a community? <laughs> what did she do? Yeah, yeah. So um, I am the chief purpose pioneer of Purpose Pioneers. And that the, the, the purpose and the core belief that the company was built on was to help people find meaning and fulfillment in their work. My co-founder and I both experienced what it felt like to have a job that made us miserable. And we said, you know, this is just silly. This doesn't have to happen. And then we also knew what it felt like to run a company where we found such joy and meaning. So that is how it came to be in the the core belief. And what we do is we help forward-thinking leaders systematize purpose into their business 
so they can scale their vision, their culture, their impact, and their profit. Wow. Love it. Yeah. And and you do that through obviously workshops. Yeah, so actually we we used to do workshops and we have evolved and now we do private trainings for companies. So Purpose can solve a variety of problems within a larger organization. It could help with sales. It could help with employee engagement. It could help with hiring. So uh, we do private trainings for companies around specific pain points that they're experiencing that we believe Purpose could really help solve. And then we also have a really great three-month online program for small business leaders who are small and they're about to ramp up. But what this program does is it helps them scale that vision and that passion and keep it alive as they're growing. So those are the two main things that we do. And then we also have uh, Purpose Masterminds, which is a really high level um, mastermind group of all the leaders that have been through our organization. Mm. And exciting enough, we're actually in the works of rolling out a membership organization. So it'd be similar to like, if anyone's ever been part of like a B2B networking group where you meet once a week, you go over various curriculums, you refer each other. It would be that, that structure, but for purpose-driven leaders. Okay, so with organizations, you work with them creating a very strong uh, vision, purpose, mission, positioning, statement, value proposition, that kind of thing? Uh, Yeah, yeah. So we help specifically with creating a purpose statement and creating core values and value narratives. And what a value narrative is, it's essentially what does the purpose or what does the value mean to the company? So we help with those three main things, and then we take it one step further, and we help create what we call an I believe statement. Mm. And that's essentially the ideal world that the company wants to create. So like I kind of talked about when I was going on my story, our belief statement is we believe in finding meaning meaning and fulfillment in everything we do. So it's a little different than a purpose statement. Um, So those are the three categories that we fall into. Mm, I love it. Um, in some of the feedback that you gave me, you actually talked about a human element workshop in March 2016, which I'm really curious about. What was that about? Oh my goodness. It was the most transformational thing I've ever been through in my entire life. And I'm really excited to talk about this. So the human element is it's a methodology. It's essentially NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. So this the way that I don't know if they coin themselves that way, but it's very similar. It's it's certain methodologies and language that can help shape the way that you think. So I went into this. I love doing personal development workshops. I love putting myself in, you know, scary situations, fear of the unknown. And what happened in this workshop was I can it's hard to put into words, but it just gave me such an understanding of myself. We learned about self-awareness, how to identify things that trigger us how to communicate in an open and effective, authentic way for other people to really hear what we have to say instead of pointing fingers and blaming and things like that. Um, It made me realize that I am the person that I want to become. There is no there. There doesn't really exist because Mm -hmm. once we get there, what's next, right? We're always going to another there. So getting to such a a core, core sense of self-awareness it totally liberated me. I walked out of that room. I did a three-day, eight-hour-a-day workshop, a completely different woman, and it has totally shaped the way that I speak, act. It, it helped me form Purpose Pioneers. I mean, it really shaped everything. 
So, you know, I've um, I've also uh, done lots of uh, NLP myself over the years. Yeah. Um, I've actually started in Australia with a couple of teachers and also in the US. And it is interesting how um, I, I can resonate with what you're saying because I think it's also the self-awareness piece, and I always talk about this, is, you know, listen to your own words because your words is a clue as what is going on in that deeper part of your mind and you can actually shift some of those words to be more aligned with what you want to do um, and how you want to be. And I'm I'm a big fan of NLP. I think it's awesome. Although it wasn't very big, say, 20, well, 15 odd years ago or almost 20 years ago. Uh, I think it had a bit of a negative connotation back then because people looked at it as um, a little bit of manipulation, but it's not. It's actually really deep diving into that unconscious part of your mind to really work out what is going on because today you are a person of your past and sometimes the way we act out and how we show up is not how we want to show up but it's only when you do the deep work that you realize there's this whole layer of stuff that you can work with. Yeah, I mean, how you just explain all that is really resonating and it's spot on. If, if you really think about it, language is how we, it's the bridge. It's how we communicate what's going on in this incredible brain of ours. So I believe that language is a big, is probably the ultimate factor that shapes our reality. If I walk around saying, you know, the world sucks, then I'm going to manifest negative things in my life. But if I walk around saying the world is great, I'm going to manifest a really beautiful, positive life. So mm. Our language, I'm, we're, I'm so big on language, especially with, with what I do. We have our own particular words and lingo, and it's, it's very intentional. And we always drive the same principles of NLP, like your language can shape everything about you. And you are the creator of your own reality, and you can change it with the snap of a finger. So mm. I, I really resonate, and you're spot on. Mm. I, I I even know that for me, I'm so conscious of how even I write, like quite often I used to write a note to my uh, son going, don't forget to blah, blah, blah. Don't forget to. Now I say, remember, remember to yeah. instead of, because the, 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 once again, one of the things that I learned was your brain uh, doesn't register don't. And you can see it in children. You go, don't touch this or don't do that. They're hearing or seeing touch the oven or touch yeah. the head. They don't hear the don't bit. So it's um it's 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 quite fascinating. And even I remember one time there was um, we were talking about quite often people try to give up habits like smoking or whatever that may be, and they go, okay, Monday I'm going to give up smoking. And just the fact that they're focusing on giving up that very thing, what they crave the most on that day is cigarettes because the mind is focused on the picture of a cigarette. So you need to be moving away from that very thing that you want to give up. So what is that very thing? And focus on that, not what you want to give up. So it's, you know, it's the language slash the pictures that you put in your mind as well. Yeah, you're, it's, you're totally right. And the, the framework that I learned of what you're explaining is called away patterns or towards patterns. Mm. So by you saying, so you went from an away pattern to a towards pattern, which is exactly what we want to do. So you used to say, don't forget to do this. Now you're saying, remember. So it's, we have to keep, we have to go, we have to shy away from the away patterns and just go towards the towards patterns. So it's not, I'm running away from this. It's I'm building a better life. It's those, it's those simple mindset shifts that, like you said, they can totally shape 
everything. It's really powerful. <laughs> mm, it is. So, Alexandra, what kind of move towards a move away do you see in businesses? Like when you're talking about patterns, what would be some just for our listeners so they can understand what that means? Like what's a what's a away pattern in businesses? Yeah. So what would be like moving away? You know, so for example, is um, if a an organization is, you know, setting up uh, doing some work with you and setting up a purpose, what would be obviously you're listening to what they want to achieve. Yeah. Because um, some we're very good at knowing I don't want to have this, I don't want to have that, I don't want to have this. But what is it that you do want? So what would be some of those patterns that you see uh, most yeah. commonly? Yeah. So this is one I'm really excited to talk about because this is a big mindset shift that we teach leaders. So as as entrepreneurs, we have to make money, right? Because it allows us to sustain and it allows us to further our purpose. But as a true purpose-driven leader, an away pattern is I need to make more money. And you wouldn't think that it's an away pattern, but it is. But what if you looked at it like this? I need to transform people's lives because when you are set out to transform, then you are adding value and then people will give you even more money than if you were trying to sell them. So that's the biggest away pattern that we see is I got to make more money. And we're like, no, 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 no. You need to further your purpose and transform and add value, which will then lead you to money. People think money is a purpose. But money is actually an outcome. Mm, when nice. I deliver value, yeah, it's, and I see so many leaders, the ones that are like, I need to make more money. I need to make more money. They run in circles and they never make enough money because they're focused on the wrong thing. If they were focused on, hmm, what's my purpose and how can I help people transform? If they were focused on the transformation, they would see money in abundance. Mm. So that's probably my favorite away and towards pattern that is totally a mental a big mental shift that we we need to start making as leaders but it's exciting to see the purpose-driven leaders really catch on to that and see that money is simply an outcome it's not the driving force mm, yeah, so so true so what would be some other mindset uh shifts that you work with and you see that's another commonality in leadership oh man so let's see well the biggest one is this is just how things are done. <laughs> That's a big one. Mm. Um, so when leaders are like, well, we just do this just because, well, we go, well, why? And then they think and they think about it over and over and they're like, well, you know what? I don't know. So we get to the core The hearing. I just do that just because, or I'm just doing that because my successor did that. That doesn't cut it. Mm. We need to get to the root and we got to get to the subconscious of how we make decisions, especially as leaders. So that's a big mindset shift of really just driving home that every single action in the business has to be rooted in something derived from your purpose or values. It can't just be this unintentional thing because it's either going to waste you time or not take you towards where you want to go. Mm, so, I resonate with that one. Yeah, that one's uh, that one's huge. Um Another thing is just a lot of fear. I mean, fear comes up. We are where fear has allowed us to progress as as a species. But now we see fear getting in the way because fear, I mean, fear breeds so much stuff, anxiety, stagnation, procrastination. So we we have a, a lot of um, powerful frameworks to help leaders work through fear, specifically around purpose. Because when a company is beginning to infuse purpose into everything they do, things start to change. And they might not be doing everything the same that they've been doing for the past 20, 30 years. So to be able to work through those fears and not let the fears stagnate them is probably one of the most critical things to really begin leading with purpose. 
So we do have quite a few entrepreneurs and uh, women and men in business listening to our show. So what would be for some of those fear frameworks that you work through um, that you would like to share with us? Yeah, let me, um, yeah, I want to share the fear flow chart. So this is a really, I love this framework. My, a friend of mine actually helped me create this. Um, he he worked through having anxiety and he was like, Alex, I created this incredible flow chart of my fears. And I was like, what? That is amazing. Um, so let me pull it up so I can get it spot down. Here we go. So the fear flow chart, if you could just, if everyone listening can just imagine a visual in front of you. So you start with the issue. So what is the issue? What's going on? So it might be like, um, well, my, my coworker is not responding to my emails. What the heck? So that could be the issue. And then you go down a level and it's the triggers. So what triggers that issue? Well, when I see an email not get responded to time and time again, when I see her responding to other emails and not mine, whatever the triggers are. And then if you go down a notch, you go to the underlying fear. So beneath every trigger that we have, when we get frustrated or annoyed or mad, there's a fear. And these fears are internal and it's the ultimate form of ownership. So it's saying, hmm, well, you know, when she doesn't answer me, I feel like my voice doesn't matter or I feel like very insignificant to her. So it's when we when we capture those fears, it's it's expressing ultimate vulnerability and saying, yeah, this this fear is definitely making me show up in a way that I don't want to. And then if you go down another level, it's the reaction. So what what is causing me to react out of this fear? So maybe I'm lashing out at my coworker. Maybe I'm just completely ignoring her. And then the most powerful part is converting that reaction to a response. So you got to overcome the fear. You have to address the fear. And then you have to transform it from a reaction to an intentional response. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was a mouthful, but um, that's that's just one of the frameworks we have to work through fear, and it's a game changer. Well, it really does. It, I think it's a really easy step by step, and it really helps you break it all down. I think I like that. I'm I'm actually looking at you, looking at the issue, understanding what triggers the issue, and yeah. then under the I like the fact that there's the layers and underlying that fear. It's what is it exactly. So you're actually starting yeah. to tap into it and then you have, you're seeing how you react and respond to it and then how do you yeah. convert that. And, you know, to be honest, it's not till you sit down and actually maybe do a little bit of journaling that you can actually work through that because that's a really um, – that would take time. And I, I know how busy we all get, you know, with entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and individuals in business and that's, um, that's something that's very powerful. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I'm glad you said layers. Um, the way that I learn best is when things are explained to me in layers. And that's what we actually found with purpose. So there's a ton of concepts and they go really, really deep. But we always want to make it easy to understand. So by we think of an onion, we're always just peeling back an onion layer by layer and then getting to the core. So that's how we teach our frameworks is just layer by layer by layer. And it's exciting that you didn't even have the visual and you were able to repeat it back to me exactly the way that it is in the visual. So it works yeah, no, <laughs> the layer it, by layer. <laughs> it does. Absolutely does. So Alexandra, for those that want to embark on a new business or a new path altogether, what kind of advice would you give them? Oh man, sit down with yourself, with whoever's helping you found the company and really, really get to the core of why you're doing it. That is so important. Because it gets exciting, you know, I've had so many ideas in my head and I love creating, 
But the ones that have come to fruition and have been successful are the ones that I was very, very clear on the why, the purpose, and the values of the company. So that, I would say, is the biggest thing. And then repetition. So it's so easy when we're innovating and creating new products, new services, to lose sight of that that really important conversation we had in the very beginning. So we have to, as leaders, it, I believe it's our imperative to keep talking about this stuff over and over again. If we're innovating and creating a new product, why does it matter? How does it further the purpose? So always keep that purpose and values top of mind with every single task you make. Like it sounds a little overwhelming, but it's not. Like always keep that why and that passion and that vision equally as important as whatever product you're creating because it will make you that much more successful. Yeah, I can relate to that. I'm a little bit like you. I'm a bit of a creative entrepreneur. Um, And from a, you know, if you look at it, I'm very much, um, you know, when I've started something, then all of a sudden it's it's done. I think of something else and I think of something else. And I think last year we decided to stop creating and start um, focusing on what we have and build that. And that goes back to spending that energy on what you have and keep talking about it and bring it to life. Otherwise, it just fizzles out. Just like, you know, when you stop watering a plant, it just dies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I look at companies that either aren't doing well or the ones that are out of business, and I'm like, well, the, that, that fire and that purpose and that passion, it fizzled away. Mm. It's especially with humans, like we are – we are humans first, employees and entrepreneurs second. True. So the, the sooner that we can just incorporate human element and what makes us human into business, the world is going to look amazing. That's the world I want to live in. <laughs> mm, absolutely. So true. Yeah. So Alexandra, during your journey um, into your um, your business, what would be some of your greatest lessons learned along the way? Greatest lessons. Um, So the first one, this is a lesson that my dad taught me when I was really young. And it's pretty simple. He always said, he said, Alex, never let money hold you back. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And what he meant by that is don't let money be the only currency in this world that rules you. So if, if you don't have enough money to do something that you really, really want to, don't just say no, figure it out. See if you can figure out a plan. Put, put that elbow grease into it and don't let, like I said, that one currency hold you back from doing the things you want to do. And him saying that completely shaped my life, but also my business. So this is actually my second company. And my first company was a company that had a piece of technology involved in it. And you need a lot of money to really bring that to life. And I always had that notion, I'm not going to let money hold me back. And because of that, it just gave me the drive and the determination and the perseverance. And it it really helped me build skills without having to rely on just money. Because I hear so many times, oh, I don't have enough money. That's like humans go to excuse. And I'm like, but look at all the other incredible things that you have that you could work around it. Um, so I would say that's the biggest lesson. And another lesson is that building relationships and getting business is all about giving value. So when I when I go into meetings and I even if I'm on a sales call, I'm not selling, I'm adding value. I'm I my intention is to help you transform and what is by with by setting that intention and knowing that life and business is all about giving value has made me incredibly successful in closing sales and building successful companies. So for our listeners, how would that look, uh, sound, and feel like? 
Oh man. So, hmm. So if we're in a conversation, so if you have a meeting with someone brand new that, you know, they caught your eye, you want to meet with them, but there's a reason you're like, Hmm, that person can connect me with someone that I really want to be connected with. So we, you know, I, I think humans like to sometimes just get to the point. So they, maybe you meet and you're like, Hey, this is the person I want to meet. Can you connect me? Well, that person doesn't know your intention. They don't know why you're there. They don't know what you're going to do when you get connected with that person, so on and so forth. So if you go into the conversation simply just wanting to hear the other person and giving them helpful nuggets that can help further their purpose and their life and their business, by the end of the conversation, that purpose, that person is going to want to do everything in their power to help you. So it's like it's like an oxymoron. Like Don't ask for help and don't ask for what you want and you will end up getting it. It's crazy, but I promise it works. <laughs> so you just kind of do some small talk and it's all about understanding who they are, what they do and connecting with them. Yeah, it's it yeah, it's it's meaningful. It's just meaningful talk getting down to the core first. It's not about like I don't the way that I see it, I don't care about what you do. I care about why you do it. So I like to know what drives them, what motivates them, what gets them excited. We talk about all that stuff first, and then we finally get to the business stuff. And then they're so they're so captivated by the conversation because it's not like the usual. They're just like, whoa, this is not how my my normal conversations go. So like I said, by the end, they're they're so willing to help me out because I just sat there and listened and I wanted to learn about them. And I put their I put them first. Put others first, and then people will want to give back to you tenfold. Mm, I like that. I really do. Yeah. So Alexandra, yeah. we always love to ask our woman of inspiration about pain points. We all have pain points. What would be some of your pain points that you stumble over on a day-to-day basis? Mm, some pain points. Uh, I would actually, this is what I experienced today. Um, so I just moved to Denver, Colorado, and I've been going to a wide variety of events and networking groups. And I'm just getting so frustrated over and over again. It's like these robotic groups that don't talk about meaningful stuff. They only, they talk about surface stuff. And it's, I don't know, the vibe and the energy, it just does not align with mine. So I'm, I'm getting a little frustrated of how the heck do I find communities around here that align with what I believe in and, and can have meaningful conversation and talk about stuff that matters to me. So that's something I'm currently going through a frustration and, I'm still looking for communities that align with me, but today, today's frustration on a meeting motivated me to create my own. (laughs) So out of my frustration, I'm actually going to create my own membership group. Oh, fantastic. Um, Yeah. So that's probably one. And then, um, another challenge. I mean, my, my co-founder, who's also my best friend is 1400 miles away. So definitely running a business together. 1400 miles away is a, a, a challenge, definitely a challenge that we always have to overcome. So having that really open, effective communication between each other, having calls scheduled in the calendar, being mindful of the other person's schedule, that's something that always is an active thing that I'm working on to make sure we're, we're furthering the purpose and communicating the best way that we can. Mm. So you said you're going to create your your own community through a membership yeah. program. So how does yeah. that going to uh, look like at the end? Yeah, so it's going to be a membership group for purpose-driven leaders. So I want to cultivate business coaches, leadership coaches, mindset coaches, anyone that's involved in health and wellness and fitness, yoga instructors, 
psychologists. These are a lot of the, the um, positions in business that I'm not seeing at these groups. So I was like, why, where are these people? and Why aren't they coming to these groups? Well, it makes sense now because it doesn't align with those positions and what they're interested in. So that's the type of people that I want to be part of this group. And we'll essentially meet once a week and it'll serve three pieces. It'll be about self-growth. So each week we'll learn a new purpose-driven business topic and have a mini training around it so they can implement they can implement new purpose-driven strategies into their business every single week. Um, it is going to be about referrals and getting business, but in a very intentional way. It's not just, oh, here's my business, here's my business card, this is the person that I want. I don't think that works in my opinion. So it's all about building relationships, understand how to give value, and connecting on a deeper level to get the business that you want. And then the third piece is impact. So how can we work together to leave our positive footprint on the world and support other people's missions as well? So that's that's kind of the rough outline of what the experience will be like. I love it. And where are you going to find your your tribe? How are you going to go um, out there and find them? Yeah, so I actually hosted two work well, I have one workshop coming up, so it'll be two total in Denver. And I was able to rally up a good 50 people who really believe in this movement and in purpose. Oh wow. So I have I have a, a good group of people to work with and um I'm I'm pretty sure that, that this is really something that they're looking for, so I'm going to I'm going to do some research and and see see who would be interested in this, but I have a good I have a good group of people that I can start with. And then also in Florida where I came from, uh, we have a, a really big community there of events that we've been doing. So it's just going to be a new format to tell to tell our tribe about. So how did you get, how did you rally up 50, I'm curious, 50 people in a new <laughs> place that you don't know and they oh, don't know you? Yeah, great question. So I moved here and the first two days I was building an Ikea bed <laughs> and getting my room together. And then on day four, I hit the ground running. I went to every possible event that I could in the span of six weeks. And I met so many incredible people. And once again, it was the, it was the type of conversation that I had. I wasn't just like, Hey, what do you do? Oh, cool. Good stuff. It was, what do you care about? What's your purpose? What do you value? How can I serve you? So it was all these really intentional, meaningful conversations. And because I went so deep, so quick in those conversations, I was able to rally up this incredible tribe and also a group of friends that are all aligned with with what I believe in and what I do. So it took a lot of legwork, but as I'm a, I'm a big believer in things don't take time, they take courage. So mm, I love yeah. that. Things don't yeah. even take time, they take courage. They take courage. Absolutely yeah. love that. Like when I hear when I hear, oh yeah, I mean that just is gonna take some time. I'm like, no, it doesn't take time. You just gotta muster up some strength and do it. And then they look at me and they go, Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. So Alexandra, as we wrap up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. What would be yours? My personal brand, intention. Mm, I love that. So is that, uh, do you set daily intentions? Yes, I do. I, I'm glad that you asked that. Yes, I set intentions daily. I set intentions in conversations, in meetings, I set intentions as I set probably five to 10 intentions a day just to build the trust, know why I'm doing what I'm doing, let others know. So I'm a big believer in leading with intention. 
Mm, I love that. And the other thing that we love to ask our woman of inspiration is to leave three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners. So what would be those three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners today? Yeah. So I love things in threes. Every, every framework or piece of advice, I always give three actionable steps. So I think one that would be really suiting for this chat would be how to harness the purpose first mindset. So how can I start thinking this way right now? And it's three pieces. It's speak. So speak your truth from a place of good intention. Go out there and talk about what you believe in, whether it's on a Facebook Live, a podcast, going to an event. Don't don't just coop up and, and not speak your truth because when you do, the world can serve you. So speak. Uh, the second piece is act. So go go do things that align with what you believe in. So join those communities. Set that date. Book that plane ticket. Whatever it is that you've been wanting to do that you really, really think will further where you want to go, do it. Because purpose is nothing without action. Mm. And then the third piece is alignment, which is probably one of my favorite pieces of this framework because, you know, we're as people, we're living in our purpose. We're doing a lot of things, but we can't do everything. So we have to sit back and we have to reevaluate and say, hmm, are all of these things that I'm doing taking me in the direction that I really want to want to go? How can I add more intention and only do the things that truly align with every aspect of your purpose and values? And then if there's a few things that don't, it's an opportunity to check in and either revamp it or rework it or completely just say, that's that's not taking me in the direction that I want to go. So speak, act, align. That is how you harness the purpose first mindset. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's nice and simple. Beautiful. Yeah. So Alexandra, yep. for our listeners, where is the best place for them to find you? You can head to our website. It is brand new. We just redid it. So I am loving it. It's purposepioneers.com. And then I am. you can reach out to us uh, through the contact form or you can email me directly at alexandria at purposepioneers.com. I'm always open to have some awesome, meaningful conversation. Mm, and for our listeners, I checked out the website. It is beautiful and very uh, alive, let me say. It's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so Alexandra, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for your time and your energy and sharing your wisdom. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I love I love talking with people who also believe in this stuff, and it sounds like you are a big believer in putting purpose first. So thank you for having me on the show. You are most welcome. That brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show as it is my mission to reach out and inspire as many individuals like you and one of the best ways to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. It's easy and it only takes about 10 seconds and when you do please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, please take care of yourself.